This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. In this episode, we're talking about how to launch your podcast effectively. And in my book, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And when you learn to launch a product, a service, an offer, a book, you can translate much of that into how you get your podcast out into the world. What you don't want to do is put all this time, effort and energy into creating your podcast and then just kind of put it up on your podcast host, let it go out on iTunes or Spotify and let it be under the radar without telling anyone all about it. So I want you to know that if this is something you're struggling with and you don't know how to launch and you want a little bit of help from going from A to B to launch it successfully, then you can find out all about how to do this with my podcast checklist, which you can find at annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash podcast checklist. But the note is below in the show notes wherever you are listening to this episode today. So getting your podcast out there. The launch doesn't actually just happen on the day it goes live. You need to be teasing your audience with the idea of your podcast and getting their support with your podcast right from the word go, right from that time when you're thinking about starting a podcast. Let them know, take them on that journey. And then as you get closer to releasing your podcast, go back to them and crowdsource ideas. What do you want me talking about? Who do I need to have on the show? What topics do you most need to hear about? What shows do you like the most? What is your audience already listening to? Because this is going to not only keep reminding them that you're talking about a podcast and pique their interest and their curiosity, but you're going to bring them on that journey with you so that they feel a part of the creation process. And you're much more likely to get them to support you if your audience feels that they have been involved in its creation. That's one of the biggest mistakes I see is people coming up with a podcast, doing all the work behind the scenes, but this fear factor that it's not quite going to be good enough means that they stop themselves from telling anyone about it. And then maybe after it's been out in iTunes for a few months, then they might tell people, oh, I've got this show. But by then you've missed so many wonderful opportunities to get in front of an organic audience. Currently, as I'm recording this podcast, the best way to get into the charts, which I'll talk about in a moment, is by getting people to listen on iTunes predominantly. And of course, not everyone is an iTunes user. Not everybody has an Apple phone. But they could, if they wanted to support you, still download Apple, Apple Podcasts or iTunes onto their computer to leave you a review, to subscribe, to download your show. Now, the reason that I recommend that you either send people directly to iTunes or you use something called Podfollow, which is a very clever little device where you, once you've created an account, you can set up, if somebody is listening on their phone, it takes them directly to Apple if they have an Apple phone. If they're listening on an Android, it takes them directly to Spotify or your website or to Libsyn or to whichever podcast directory you want to send them to, which might be Google, for example. And then in listening on a desktop, you could actually send them to your website for the specific page for that particular episode. So it's very, very clever. And the reason is that in the main, 
in those first few weeks, you want to send people to iTunes because that's how you can get into the charts. And if you can get into the charts, then effectively iTunes will push it out and promote it by showing you in the new show section, the top chart section, the new category section. And that means that your image, your square little artwork will be seen by more and more people who wouldn't normally see your show or wouldn't find it or go searching for it. So you're more likely to get an organic audience. Now, a lot of that, a lot of that comes down to making sure that you have keyworded and tagged your podcast, your description, the episodes, everything about it. You've done your planning and your research, which is much more involved than you would at first think. And having launched podcasts, one, cluelessly, and two, successfully, I know which one gets the better results. So in terms of launching your podcast, then it's about making sure all of those behind the scene elements are wrapped up and are going to work effectively for your particular show, for your unique audience that you haven't yet brought towards you. But in terms of getting into the charts, getting into that new show category, it's never guaranteed. And Although there is no one document telling you how to do this, what we've found now by launching many, many podcasts into the top charts, both here, across Europe, in the US, is that if you can get a whole load of downloads, subscribes, ratings and reviews in a short window of time, so maybe 48 to 72 hours, then your show, the algorithms on iTunes will pick up that your show is getting a lot of attention. And as a result of that, you it will then start to see that maybe you're getting lots of reviews, maybe you're getting lots of ratings, and it will then think that it is a show worth promoting. And once you're in the new show category, of course, it gives you more kudos, more eyes will be on your show, you'll get more listens naturally, and then you may well get into the charts. And getting into the charts, again, just means that it, you've got more options for iTunes to push your show out into more places. So... Getting into the charts, yes, maybe it's a vanity metric, but it's also a really powerful one that positions you and your business and your podcast. And I've seen people grow their podcasts exponentially in the first few weeks because they have used little hacks in order to get their audience, their followers, their friends, their family, whoever is around them to take action in a short space of time. So things that I've seen work really well is asking people to join a Facebook group for a podcast party and be part of that celebration launch. I've seen people use WhatsApp groups to again bring together a group of people. In fact, on WhatsApp, you can bring together 256 people in one WhatsApp group to galvanize them to take action at a particular time that suits you. Because what you'll find is that when you launch your show, even people who fully intend to support you will have all sorts of things going on in their life and they don't see the urgency. They don't understand that unless you tell them and unless you incentivize them to take action. I've seen things work very well and in fact... This is how I've launched and relaunched my podcast by having competitions, by encouraging people that if they take any action to help me and tell me about it or show me that they've done it, then they will get a prize that everybody who helps gets something that they want. So a freebie that's created especially for them. I've also run various competitions myself so that not only does everybody get something, but there is at least one valuable prize in terms of monetary terms or worth to your ideal client. And don't forget that actually for those first listens, yes, you do want the perfect listener. Yes, you do want your ideal client to listen. 
But what you really need in order to reach more people is bums on seats. You do want your auntie, your uncle, your mum, your dad to subscribe. They don't necessarily have to listen. And you can tell them that they don't have to listen. They just have to let the track play through, even if they have it on silent. But you want as many people who are willing to support you to take that action at a particular time. On my first launch date for entrepreneurs get visible I launched the show knowing I had 40 people in the room with me at the same time so within a two-hour window 40 people had subscribed rated and reviewed and that then together with emailing my audience and putting out lots and lots of Facebook posts LinkedIn Instagram real consistent action to get people to try and win that competition and get the freebie meant that I got the results that I did Now, this isn't something that you just do for a couple of days and that's done. I really believe that to get the best results, you want at least seven days of consistent marketing, consistent marketing just about your podcast in the same way that you would if you were offering a course where you were getting a financial return because a podcast can put you on the map. And this is one thing that a few of my clients have been quite surprised when they're wanting to give up because they're exhausted after five days. And I'm like, look, you're at number three. You could have a number one podcast because once you have a number one podcast, you've always had a number one podcast. I don't know if you remember the days when uh, you'd listen to the top chart show on a Sunday evening in your bedroom and you'd be recording it to your tape decks. Well, everyone wanted to be number one, right? You didn't just want to stop at number three, you wanted to get to the top. And with a podcast right now, that is really possible. So you've got to take the launch seriously. You've got to have your emails set up so that they're going out as automatically, sending people and telling them what actions you need them to take. And the actions are subscribe, rate, review, download, listen and share. Because if if you can get every single one of your friends, family or connections and audience member to do that, to galvanize them to take that action, you're going to get that awareness of your podcast out into the world and being heard by far more people so that you can then impact that one life at a time to make the difference to the person who really needs to hear you. Plus, it helps you stand out in your industry. And it's extremely cool, believe me, to have those those chart rankings and chart listings with yourself positioned alongside Tony Robbins and Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield and whoever else, those megastars who have millions and millions of followers. That could be you too if you get your launch right. And that's something that we talk about a lot inside the podcast membership. So if you would like to find out a little bit more about what on my podcast launch checklist, making you go from A, the planning stage, to B, the mammoth launch, getting the results, make sure you sign up for my podcast checklist at annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash podcast checklist. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.